Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the Ocean State. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone is having a better week than I am, because I am stressed. (laughs) I'm having a stressed week this week, and I'm just going to be very transparent with my listeners. I'm having a stressful week, but it's going to be fine. And you know, actually, one of the things that has helped me throughout my stress is listening to podcasts that aren't ours and listening to the podcast that you're about to listen to, which is the um, Chef Francis Medina podcast. Yeah, the first in uh, what's becoming a series of chefs. A little chef series. Um, Yeah, so that was a long-winded way to say that this episode with um, Francis was so much fun. She just is like, I feel like I say this a lot about a lot of our guests, Because it's true and I really feel this way. But she just has this personality that like you want to be around. Like she's warm and funny and and just like full of insight and knowledge and but also like super down to earth. Um, And it was honestly so much fun getting to chat with her. She is if you guys haven't picked up um, March's So Rhode Island, she is on the cover that our our host Nick Del Judas shot the photo of. Shooter. She um, which is a really cool cover. She looks like a freaking badass in the kitchen. Um, but yeah, so she was here. It's also kind of how we like started. True. This like idea of a chef series. Yeah. So that that Sword Island uh, cover story is about like um, you know, women uh, who yeah. own restaurants or our chefs that run kitchens. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had uh, Francis at the office to do a studio shoot uh, and she was just kind of a blast to talk to and yeah. to hang out with and we were like you know we should have her we on the podcast her on. And we're like, well we should have the rest of them on the podcast so. yeah so we were able to which is something that i had no idea is that there's a lot of chefs in our state who've been on like national tv yeah right and even though um francis was not necessarily one of them she should be because she makes amazing food. She has a wonderful personality, and I think she would do really well on like Hell's Kitchen or something like yeah, that. Right. Um, but what was really cool with her is we got to talk about she's worked both front and back of the house, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. So we got to talk about like life in the restaurant biz. Yeah, and she's had kind of like a non-traditional trajectory mm. toward um, you know running a kitchen, being an executive chef. Yeah. Um, and she's the executive chef. I'm not sure if Nick already said this, so sorry if you're hearing it twice. But Surf Cantina in Westerly, um, which is a there's it's it their tagline is tacos and tequila which obviously all everyone wants that Mm -hmm. um but she talks about some really cool stuff they have on the menu some different stuff um and how much thought she puts into every dish so it was so cool getting to talk with her yeah and we have uh i feel like anytime we have somebody on that's in the restaurant industry in general we have even if it's the brewers or whatever, yeah. we have like a at least a few minute like uh, fuming session where we <laughs> we like have PTSD about our our time in restaurants and then we complain about certain things and I yeah. think that comes up in almost every chef. Would, so. I think so, <laughs> yeah. but um, it's yeah because you know every surf cantina, every other restaurant or business that we've had on the show, they're small businesses. They live on a small margin. Their mm. their livelihood is on a very small margin. Us included, Nick. Like our magazine is not a big, huge conglomerate. Is that the right word? 
Yeah, I guess so. Good enough. Um, But yeah, we're small businesses and, and, you know, trying to meet people with positivity and kindness. And, you know, when you have feedback, it should be constructive and it should come from a place of, you know, wanting people to do better versus just like, you know, being negative and, and possibly like ruining someone's businesses because a few bad reviews can really like be detrimental to someone's business yeah you taking out your bad day on a restaurant by just Mm -hmm. impulsively writing a bad review for just because you were having a bad day could be like hugely detrimental to them and not to say i'm not trying to put down anyone who's had a negative experience some people do and and that's fine but i think more more so than not a lot of people plenty of bad experiences at restaurants (laughs) you just don't shout shout them out and, and but like i said some people you know um, this isn't for everyone. This isn't a blanket statement. But I'm just, I think if more people went through the world, you know, with kindness, I think it would do everyone, especially the small restaurants in our state. And everyone, I think there should be a law that you have to work in, yeah, in, in retail or restaurants yeah. at some point in your life. Yes, I agree with that. But anyway, so that was a long-winded way to say we loved Chef Francis. Um, I, in the in the episode, I, I basically tell her that she has to be my friend or else because I think she's so cool. Yeah, she doesn't have any choice. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we will be spending time at surf cantina this summer for Hell sure yeah. and yeah so it was so much fun and we hope you guys um visit her at surf cantina and have so much fun listening to her episode yeah enjoy so anyone who's like coming on to listening to our <laughs> our tangent about home ownership <laughs> we're chatting with fran do you like fran or francis I like Francis. You like Francis? Thank okay. you for asking. Okay. No one ever asks. Well, you know, it's one of those <laughs> things where I've learned that um, everyone, people's names are so connected to them that I yeah. want you to feel the most comfortable and most like right. happy in the, a, a conversation. And what is it to me to call you Fran, to call you Chef, to call you Francis? Right. It doesn't, I don't yeah. care. I yeah, I 99% happy. of people call me friend, so it's not that ah. big of a deal, but I do like Francis. Good no to know. Calls me yeah, it's, a, it's probably just an assumption. People yeah. are like, oh, probably Fran. prefers it. Fran and That's Franny. Like you too. Like you're Nicholas, but everyone calls you Nick. Do you prefer one to the other? Yeah, Nick. You prefer 100%. Nick. Okay, see, good the, to know. Uh, the only thing that is in facing the outside world that says Nicholas is yeah. my email address for work. Yeah. And that's because I didn't have control over it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Somebody else made right. it. Yeah. I um my I grew up with a name that can't really be um like there's no nickname to it. Yeah. Like Sasha. Like you can call me Sash, but no one ever did. Yeah. Um there's it's so it, I it's just the full name every time. It's the full name every time. Yeah. I'm okay with it though. I don't mind it. It's, it's pretty short. It's pretty short. Yeah. It's yeah. easy. It's not super complicated. Although I always you know you're always like wishing the yep. grass is greener. Like, you have straight hair. I want curly hair. Like, one of those things. I'm like, I wish I had a nickname. You know how, like, pretentious I would feel if I had made people call me Nicholas all the time? <laughs> Sash. Uh, no one seems... calls you Sash? No one calls me. I mean, maybe my mom, like, yeah. once in a while. I mean, like, I, I, I feel like people do, but it's, like, when, like, a quick thing. Yeah, it's like a quick if you're thing. in, the, like, the yeah, middle yeah. of something, like. Just no, to get my quick time attention. time for the other half of the name. Yeah, right? like, the, the last three letters. Right. They can't fit yeah. the Yeah, the I, that second syllable is really taking up a lot of time. It's really hard. Anyway, so. This friend for Francis. Ugh. Can't I believe just, you just did I that. I know. I can't either. That's getting edited <laughs> out. Um, so, Chef Francis. Do you prefer Chef or just Francis? Francis. Okay. No Chef. Yeah. I mean, everyone always asks me. Yeah. Do you want to be called Chef? Yep. And I always say no. Yeah. How come? I don't know. I just feel not that, you know, I feel like it's something that I've earned. And, you know, I, I don't get mad when someone calls me Chef. Yeah. Everyone calls me Chef at work. Mm-hmm. But when they've asked... 
You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah man, call me Fernando Francis. You know, yeah. like they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to be called chef. Yeah, I you like know my who name. you are. Yeah, I like my, yeah. You know, and and I don't know. I'm uh, I don't mind either way. There's not a lot I just of prefer pref- the name. You prefer the name, yeah, because yeah. it's you. Yeah, there's no one else but you. Yeah. You know, it's it's it is funny how there's only like a few professions where like the title of the profession is part of like the the name, yeah. right? Like yep. you don't say like general manager Nick. No, right, right. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I think yeah. I'd prefer it though. I'm gonna have you start <laughs> yeah. saying that from now on. Ha- yep. No, that's not happening. You, like, so it's what like full thing. Chef, doctor, judge. Ju- yeah. Is there anything else that you I'm can sure think there of? Is. Sergeant, like in the army. Yep. Gosh, you just popped all those right out. Right. I couldn't think. Listen, of my <laughs> for some reason my brain was not working today. And then you sat on this yeah. couch and it was like, all right, we're working now. <laughs> Turn it on. We're gonna try- start turning this brain yeah. on. Yeah, that's so funny how. But I guess maybe it's because being a chef, like the other professions I just mentioned, even though they're all in like very different categories, they are so specific and like. Can I throw out a conjecture? Sure. So the conjecture is that the you name people by their title when there is a traditional hierarchy in that business. So you call somebody a doctor because there's nurses and and all of the levels below or differentiating in a, a kitchen, it's the person in charge gets That's called chef. That's true. Because you wouldn't call my sous chef, chef. Sue. Sue. <laughs> Unless their name was Sue. Unless their name was Sue. That's Sue right? Sue. Yeah. That would be pretty cool if you were a sous chef named Sue. That'd be great. That would be I'm pretty sure cool. One somewhere. It's gotta, gotta be one. Gotta find it. Sue the sous chef. Please reach out to us. We yes. want to interview you. Yeah, because in a kitchen, there's the 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 executive chef. Yeah. The sous chef, the line cook, the pantry cook, the dessert. Yep. Cook or chef. Prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prep server. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay, Nick. Your brain's working today too. There you go. Good job. So <laughs> it's good for something. It's at good some point. for every once in a while. So before we started recording, um. Nick and I were, well, not even before we started recording, a few weeks ago, Nick and I were very lucky to get to meet you before all this mm. by shooting our little magazine cover for So Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, Chef Francis came into our little studio we, and Nick took some incredible photos. Um, and we got to like talk to you a little bit. And and once we started talking about wanting to do like a chef series for the podcast, you actually inspired it because we were like, it would be so cool oh, to like cool. talk to chefs around Rhode Island. And we had already had that like, rapport with you we're yeah. like oh she would she's a great person to have yeah. on we already know she likes us yeah we were chatting away man i, I was like oh the the shoot's over okay. yeah and we, took, we took photos it was sad <laughs> when yeah. you left i was like I, want, I don't want her to leave i want her to stay longer and it's you know we always joke that like getting to to host like have a podcast it's forcing someone to spend an hour with you and just talk right which no one ever does anymore no. between right. schedules of work between you know the pandemic and having to be at home that sort of like being just with each other, just talking, yeah. for lack of a better term, shooting the SHIT, like that's so nice. It's nice to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like the only thing that's like you might still get that with is maybe I don't really get this anymore, but like say after like a family gathering or a party or something and there's like one or two people left at like one o'clock in the yeah. morning <laughs> right. and you're just sitting having a drink at the end of the night and you might sit down with that's that it. one person yeah. and like have Talking a chat. Talking about and, how it went and everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Right. And, and everyone else exactly. gossip. <laughs> right. So our podcast is the sober version of that. I love nice. that. Yeah, we're going to have to fix that part. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Yeah. We did one time, Nick and I did Yeah, the get, door's closed. No one will Yeah, no one know. knows. We'll put, a, we'll put an alcohol shelf this, in here. Could be anything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're, we're not. We know. No one can see what we're doing right now. We did have um, 
I know you're more in like the southern realm of Rhode Island, and I don't know if how, how often you come to Providence, but there's a distillery called Isco, mm. and we had the woman, Manya, um, who is the founder of Isco. She came on and she did, she brought liquor for us to taste. And like, I'm not a drinker. So I was like sipping like straight up vodka. And I was like, oh boy, I cannot be held accountable (laughs) for what I say during this. Luckily we did that at the end and we did it as like a separate segment. (laughs) Yeah, we we have like tequila tastings. Oh, you mm. do? And I'm like, I'm in. You love tequila? And then I'm like, I got to, I gotta cook after. Oh no! <laughs> I gotta like be around fire, right? Yeah. Like that's a, a knife. Yeah. I'm a super lightweight because I don't really drink ever. Me like too. you know, I'll drink at an occasion. Yeah, once in a while. You know, I'll drink a glass of wine here yep. and there. But like you know, I like tequila. You know, I like yeah, the yeah. way it tastes. And every time I do a tasting, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, now I used to, to love to three, the, uh... three shots. What? <laughs> <laughs> like I can't handle that. No, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, I used to love when I'd be on the bar and like the liquor rep would come in and they'd have something new and they'd be like, "Oh, is the boss around to try uh, try some new stuff?" I'd be like, yeah. "Oh no, but I could try them. Uh, you know, I influence what we buy." And they'd right. be like, "Oh, okay, oh, okay." <laughs> and <laughs> I, had, I had no influence. Yeah, over that. no. Inf- Nick is just like, "What did we just drink?" Do I don't know. Um. Anyway, so Francis, I'm so happy you're here. Obviously, Thanks. I'm like, happy to be here. It all worked out really well. Like I said, the magazine shoot, us talking about having like a chef series. Mm. I do quotations because I say it's a series, but really it's just like cool chefs that we find and we ask them to come on and people say yes, thank God. Right. Um, but we, we've, we've done that unintentionally a few times. <laughs> yeah. Like we had the breweries. And like it's really just like we find a like. Has usually, anyone said no? No one has no, said no. Really. But Not we find like one person. person in a like demographic of business yeah. that we're like we talk to and we're like, oh, they were really cool to talk yeah. to. And then we're like, I bet you there's other people who do the same thing that are cool yeah. to talk to. Yeah, and yeah, heck yeah. We just end up with the series. Well, with the brewery thing, we were like, oh, yeah, let's have like someone <clears throat> from like a brewery on. And then we through our magazines, we've talked to so many breweries to do articles. Mm-hmm. So I had asked one of our editors, hey, like, can you shoot me an email of all the breweries we've we've covered? And I'm going to just like shoot out a mass email and see if anyone responds in my head. We're a podcast. I think maybe two episodes were live at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, no one's going to say yes. Everyone's going to be like, what the heck? <laughs> Literally everyone said yes. Yeah. So we had like 10 breweries. <laughs> yeah. People want to <laughs> chat and people want to get the word out heck too. Yeah. You know, they want to. Definitely. They want people to come to their place. And <clears throat> what we try to do, and I think we've accomplished it, I will say, is, you know, in such a small state like Rhode Island, I know you don't live here, but, you know, you work here and you're yeah. part of that, like, crazy intense community of restaurants and restaurateurs. Our state is so small. Everyone, in other air quotes, everyone knows everyone or everyone knows. It is true. Or thinks they know everyone. Yeah. But our podcast, our whole point is to be like, okay, so you go to Surf Cantina, which is the restaurant. Um, Francis is the chef at if you'll know that in the intro we'll talk about that intro but um, you will go there and you'll be like oh this food is great who's the chef you see you you see you read an article maybe but like we don't really know about the fact that you're a lightweight guess what now everyone knows <laughs> <laughs> I'll never know. I can't everyone drink. knows um, so it's just fun to get to know like sort of the heart and soul of people yeah. instead of just like the Rhode Island-ness of it all right, like oh yeah right, I've yeah. been to that restaurant I heard that chef makes really good is it octopus that's yeah, like, everybody they, loves they the octopus. Really good octopus. And you're like, oh, cool. And then that's it. But now like they'll get to say like, oh, yeah, and she's this and started here and did this and yeah. that. So um, speaking of, I'm going to do a little turn here. So I just want to know, because I know we've talked about it before, before we were recording, that you started in like front of the house. Yeah. What was your journey? Like, one, how did you get into working in restaurants in general? And then mm. how did you go from working front of the house to doing a huge 
change to yeah. go back of the house. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it started. It's like a deep, you know, and Jim Carrey takes a deep breath in Ace Ventura when he's like, yeah, eh, this, 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 you know. Um, well, I started front of house. Oh man, like maybe twenty years ago at my best friend's dad's diner. Oh my god, I love that. Working at a diner, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where it started. I was going to school for music. Oh, and I um, I needed to make money. In New York, because it's not, you know, it's expensive to live in New York anywhere. You know, I was in up, upstate New York, Poughkeepsie, okay. which is not really that far up, but it's an hour north of Manhattan. Okay. And I was like, you know, broke and going to school. A struggling and I was like, artist. Yeah. A struggling musician. I love and that. I was, Paints a pretty picture. <laughs> and my friend Kiki's like, work at my dad's diner. So I did. Uh, that's where it started. And yep. then I got another job and another job. I don't know how many restaurants I've worked at. <laughs> a lot. But <laughs> I've worked for some really good ones where I've learned a lot. You know, um, I worked at Balo in the casino. Yep. I was front of house there. And uh, I opened up there as like the head server. And yep. I helped train everyone. And I was actually with that restaurant group in New York as well. That's crazy. And I was with them for almost 13 years. Which is like unheard of for like to be with the in same restaurant. restaurant yeah, that's yeah. For that literally long. unheard of. Yeah. Is that what brought but you to Connecticut? But I was making good money. Right. That's why, you know. Heck yeah. I was making the dough and they were like, we're opening. Yeah, that's exactly what brought me to Connecticut. They were like, okay. we're opening a place in Mohegan. Yep. And I was like, I'm there. Yeah. You know? And. And, and that casino I, money is real. So. Oh, yeah. Sure, I'm sure that oh, was yeah. uh, that was a good transition. There are high rollers. Heck yeah. Yeah. I would get like, um, obviously I would get good tips, but I would get. People that tipped concert tickets as well. Oh, that's which was so cool. amazing. Like that's just cool. high rollers. I'm like, I'm not going to this show. They gave me these tickets. I'm like, oh, Weezer, I'll take it. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, Deal. the Killers. Let me have that. Wait, the Killers are my favorite band. Just so you know, I got tickets free uh, as a tip. I got tickets. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and they're like they're performing tonight. So the, the guy gave me the tip, and I was I turned around, looked at my boss. I was like, I'm going to the show right now. Like I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna do my side work now. and go to the show right now. Turns out I have things to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I can't be here. I'm busy. Actually. <laughs> exactly. That's so cool. Did any anyone ever give you like a chip like chips oh well, all the time really oh, yeah. what that do you was, do with that, that was annoying you gotta cash them in yeah. so like uh, after you gotta, work, go, to you gotta go to the window you gotta cash them in you know how often did that happen oh every night people really? love chips yeah, all the time is yeah i feel like that'd be so annoying yeah. and it was bittersweet with the casino because like you could either you could either have a great night yep. or a horrible night because mm-hmm. there's either people that lost their money yeah they want to eat dinner or they want to spend their money yep because they just won. Yep. And- right. So they don't want to give you their tip because they want to gamble. Or they lost all their money and they can't ah, tip you. So it goes one of yeah. two ways. It goes one of two ways. That would happen a lot. But overall, I did really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I did really well there. As you got to catch those people coming in as a group and starting their yeah. night yeah. at the restaurant. <laughs> oh, we're going to yeah. get lucky. We're going to do well. It's going to go yeah. great. And then yep. you come in. Staying at the hotel or whatever. <laughs> and I would feel like, too, if people tipped with chips, at least this would be my – like, same how – same when I use like a credit card. Like I feel like it's like pretend money. Like I feel like I would do the yeah. same thing with a chip. So if I had like if you know, if say like the bill, like the tip was supposed to be fifteen dollars, but I only had like two tens, I'd be like, Yeah. These are chips. It doesn't yeah. matter. Or I would get like cash and chips. Oh you know, wow. I would get both. That's so cool. And you would have to go to like that that like counter and ca- and cash them in, they yeah. give you cash. Yep. 
Oh. Just a bunch of chips running around in your apron. I know. And yeah, sometimes they'd be there for weeks sometimes. I'm like, oh, I got to go cash all these chips. <laughs> oh, my you God. Know. Yeah. It would be kind of a nice if you didn't have to cash them in. So say you got a few every night and you kind of just let them build up. Yep. And then That's cash it all in at once. <laughs> my you like, apron, you I sound like extra. crazy walking. And then it felt like you won a lot of money at the casino because yeah. <laughs> you cashed in all the chips. Exactly. People thought you were the high roller. Yep. That's I remember my cool. one of my first, like the first week I was working there. It might have even been like the first day mm. I was like, I'm going to gamble after work. I'm going to go to, to, you know, and I lo- and I made like, I don't know, like 200 bucks and I lost all of it. No. Oh. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing it again. Yeah, I think never. I would have an issue working I think I was there almost seven years. I can count on one hand how, how many, many times, times I went out there to, to play the machine. I wow. never. I was like, I'm not, I, that was so stupid. I lost all the money I just worked for. Yeah. My you know? husband loves to gamble and I always joke that like <laughs> I like to spend my money on things that I can then like either wear or look at at my house. Right. Like right. gambling is just not ever something yeah. that I like I've ever been into. But it's funny because this weekend we we went to Foxwoods because it was raining and it was they have those really good outlet stores now. So yeah. I went to the outlet store. I live in that town. That's Do right you? where I live. Yeah. Okay. That, so the, I like Mohegan better. But Foxwoods has the outlets. So right. we went there because I want to do some shopping. Is that a tanger? Tanger yeah, outlets, yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's like real. It's like nicer than most malls. It's crazy. It's new, so maybe that's why. It but is. They were like it's all really over the place nice. down south. Well, oh, really? Yeah, my mommy and yep. Pepe lived in South Carolina, and you used to see Tanger outlets all over the place. Yep. Well, I love them. So we went there, and Brian, who's my husband, was like, "Okay, we're gonna gamble hundred dollars. Like that's what's up. Gamble." Sure. So we did it together, and I, I lost you know, I did like the pulley thing, yeah, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> A slot and we machine. Were, yes, thank you. You're welcome. We were down to like. Fifty dollars or whatever, and I was like, "Okay, this is too much. Like, we can't. I could literally buy three shirts with that. Yeah. So, like, I'm yeah. done with this." So he was like, "You know what? Like, I said that when we were coming here, we were going to spend a hundred dollars on gambling, so we're going to spend it no matter what." Yeah. He was like, "So let's go to the blackjack table." Ooh. He was like, the "Tables a, are scary. Pick for a color." Me. I was just going to say, fi- uh, fifty bucks is one hand of blackjack <laughs> for me. Well, it was not. What's that? Uh, the thing that you spend like oh roulette. roulette 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 so he was like pick a color and I always pick black because I love that's like my favorite color to wear so I was like always play the black and then I have nine is my lucky number so I played nine and like two other numbers and we were up to a hundred and ten doll hairs yes oh, I won ten dollars at the casino you baby in the positive. I know so nice. once we hit that I was like okay we're done <laughs> let's we're leaving right. bye Brian's like no I want to gamble more I was like no we cannot yeah, I had a streak. I used to go to Twin River with one of my friends, and I had a streak where I paid my rent for like six months <coughs> playing blackjack. Wow! And wow! I would, we'd go like twice a week, and I just I would like lose one day, win one day, and then you know eventually that winning streak ended, and yeah, it didn't go that great. But okay, you know it's so <laughs> weird. It's like a little bit of a full circle moment. So I was listening to a podcast in the car when I got <clears> on my way here, Armchair Expert, which is my favorite podcast, and he was. Interviewing a chef. You mean Hey Roadie podcast? Well, Hey Roadie podcast is my favorite, favorite <laughs> podcast, obviously. But when I'm not listening to this one, that's the one I'm listening that's to. That's the next one. Exactly. Um, and they were interviewing Roy Choi, Ooh, love a chef. Him. Yeah. He was yeah. am- he, honestly, the episode was one of my favorite episodes. So if you haven't listened okay. or anyone listening, armchair expert Roy Choi. But Roy Choi used to be a gambling addict. Yep. What? Isn't that weird? I can't see that. I know. He seems like a really laid back kind of I know. mellow guy. And he used to be like heavy into like heavy drugs. Oh, what? I, I can't know. see that either. I mean, wow. He was saying it because I've seen him on other shows before. Yeah. Um, and he said that and I was like, oh, wow. He also did say that with his personality. He's the type of person that like when he's an addict, well, he is an addict, but he can just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then he can just mm. be done we with it. He did heroin for a week and then just stopped. 
Yeah, that's. Did you listen? Yeah. Oh, look, he's acting like he didn't listen to it. He yeah. listened I didn't to it. Act like anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I just stopped." And I'm like, "Not many people can do that." But it's just funny that we're yeah. talking about. Um, uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, what was the show? It was like the Chef Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With um John with Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. yeah I cool love that show. guy. That's a good show. I watched a bunch of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will be honest, I haven't watched any of it, but maybe oh, I will it's now. Good. It's oh, you good. should. You should watch it. They're it's usually cool there with a different chef every episode. Oh. And, and Roy is always with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Roy taught him how to do like the grilled cheese for Chef the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Which was a very unrealistic movie. Let me just Was it? Tell me. Tell us. I think that that movie, it. First of all, I love that movie. I'll yep. start with that. It's a really good movie. I've watched it more than once. Yes. But he opens up. First of all, he's given a food truck and then yes. he opens it in like a week. A, a day. And then he's got like all the permits <laughs> to like travel the country. Like that's very I've looked into opening food trucks. <laughs> yeah. Like it is difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no one that's going to give you a truck. Yeah. Food trucks and cost then, like, like a his, ton of money. Right. And then his friend pimps it out overnight. Yeah, yeah, like no way. It, he right, he gets yeah. it pimped out over and yeah, he's like, I really got a guy, bad. and he comes back and it's got all, all these beautiful decals There's on it. No I'm way, like, this is not this is not real. It's like pimp my ride, <laughs> but I was reading too much into it because I'm I'm a you chef. Are a, I was yeah. like, this is I can't. I was you know, but the actual movie was awesome. Yeah, it's good, it's cool. <laughs> and you wish the world that, could be like that. If yeah. there's like like some really flawed logic to a movie structure, yeah. sometimes I'll sit there and go like, man, it was a great movie, but. That is like, a flawed logic like, for real. That, that part is not realistic. And it's kind of annoying, I can assume, for like chefs or uh, people who own food trucks or whatever to be watch this movie and be like, yeah, yeah. it did not take a freaking yeah, two weeks. Two years yeah. to like, you know. Blood, yeah. sweat, and tears. I <laughs> right. had to like sleep on someone's couch yeah. to afford the truck. Yeah, and then his son like that. put it on Twitter and he, it was like the oh most famous food truck God. in the country. Yeah, yeah no yeah. way. There's okay. It was a little unrealistic. Now that we're back, <laughs> now we're not talking about gambling anymore. We're talking about chefs again. Food. Um, I want to know um, how you got into being a chef. Well, I've always loved cooking. Mm. Um, when I was younger, I didn't. I, okay. rem- I have memories of my mom. My mom is a, is a big cook. She loves to cook yep. anything and everything. Every time she calls me to this day, what are you eating? Aww. You know, what did you cook today? Do you want to know what I made today? Oh, you I know. love that. And so I've always had her amazing food around. And when I was little, I remember her saying to me, Francis, watch me. Watch what I'm doing so that you could do it. And I'd be like, no. No way. <laughs> you're, you're doing it. Yeah. I don't want to do this. This <laughs> I don't is do not this. fun for me. You know, I was into yeah, music. <laughs> I was into music and singing and playing yeah. guitar. And I wanted to, you know, be a musician. It Like, if you'd have told me that I would have been a chef when I grew up. Don't you love that, though? I would have been like, uh, that's it not is, possible. <laughs> okay. But it's another, like, full circle moment, though, yeah. that your mom is so into it and wanted to teach you, wanted to show you. Right. And at the time, I mean, I think like most kids, you kind of um, push away anything that is a parent or a family member wants you to do. Right. Right. Like you're like, no way. Like I'm right. forging my own way. I'm going to do something totally different. Yeah. And then a lot of times you end up in a spot where you're like, you take a lot of those influences and, and because they know you the best. Right. Like, yeah. and now yeah. look at you. Little did I know. Little did you know. And I just started you know, I, I, you know, whatever, moved away from home and mm-hmm. I started cooking for myself and, and little by little, I started making, you know, just like more complex things and yep. I was teaching myself how to cook and I would call her a lot, and, Aww, you know, okay. and eventually I became, you know, a pretty good cook. Yep. And then I started cooking stuff as a server for the chefs that I worked for. Ah, that's cool. And That's very cool. they were like, 
this is good. This is really good. Do you want to work in the kitchen? I'd be like, no. Heck no. no. I'm good. I don't because I work for a house and I make way more money yeah. <laughs> than yep. line cooks. Yep. And, and it's a thousand degrees back there. And it's a thousand and degrees, degrees back there. are long. And the shifts are long uh, and it's messy it's and you're sweaty. Yep. And eventually I just, I wanted a, um, I, I opened up like, I well, I tried to open up a small little sandwich shop in Mystic and I yeah. ended up doing like a lot of catering for it yep. and not opening, but I ended up, you know, still making all this food for people that people were like going crazy for. Yeah. And then I, you know, I got a job in Mystic and the owner there was like, you know, I was cooking for him all the time. And he's like, you're an amazing cook. Do you want to be the chef at, <gasps> at our new restaurant? And I was like, I got to think about that. Ah! Yeah. I was like, because I was really blowing him away, like you know, and yeah. he knew that I knew what I was doing. You know, at this point, I was like a good cook, and yep. and uh, and I I said yes, and I said I always think about that moment too. I'm like, what if I said, what if he had no? said no, mm-hmm. no, that, but I didn't. I said yes, and it changed everything. And how long would, ago was that? Oh, sorry. Next. Oh, that I was, was like, say, would you have said no from a lack of confidence? Or, probably, yeah, mm. probably. Um, I mean. I knew that I could do it. I just didn't know if I was ready for that big running job, the whole you know, <clears throat> running a whole kitchen, yeah. you know, and this was like uh, probably three years ago now. Okay. So you've been at it for three years. A, chef, a, a chef, chef, chef. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. do you really, do you love it? Are you happy that you made that I decision? Love it. I am happy I made that decision. I mean, it is not an easy job. Yeah. And you can burn yourself out really so quickly. Fast. And the hours are so Which bad. I did. I did. Yeah. And, you know, I ended up leaving that first job because mm-hmm. I was like going crazy trying to make everything perfect and beautiful. And, you know, mm. and I was like killing myself. Yeah. You know, stress, yep. anxiety. You know, if you don't know how to handle this, this job, it could kill you. You know, it's, yep. yeah. It was not, you know, that part of it was not glamorous where mm-hmm. I was just like running myself ragged, you know, like 80 plus hours a week. Yeah. You know, not eating well, not sleeping well. Like that is bad, man. And I'm, you know, I'm a big meditator. I meditate every day. You do. I love it. It's a part of my life. I've been doing it for over five years now. Okay. And, you know, I stopped doing that because I was yep. too busy. I was too that which is like a horrible, you know, even... F- you know, for someone who meditates to be too busy to meditate, like that's, that's bad, oh, that's yeah, bad that's really you know, bad. and I ended up leaving that job, you know, for my mental, mental health, sanity and health. And, yep. and I took, this was last summer. I took the summer off, Good which for you. if you ever have the chance to take a summer off, do it. I, you know, I've never been unemployed in my life. That was yeah. the first time other than the, the lockdown, those COVID. three months yep. where everybody yep. was, you know, yeah. other than that, I'd never been unemployed in my entire life. And yep. I was like, I'm going to do this three months to Relax, get myself back, get to meditating you know, again, yes, do things that make day. you happy. Exactly. Be with my family. Yep. To be with my family. Yeah. Like, being that a was chef, a big, you know, you don't have time. Like there's no, no time. time. And the other thing I just thought about like if you came from front of the house the one good thing and being a server myself I've been a server I've been a bartender I've been you know a manager in front of the house one good thing but I guess besides the management part but you know serving or bartending when you leave your shift it's done you're done you don't have to think about it taking anything home you don't have to think about a single thing until (laughs) your next shift right you have no responsibility to that restaurant you did your job you're in your server but when you're a chef like that 
you are the restaurant. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're the menu. Yep. And people are going to look to you for advice and look for you to, for, you know, what's going to happen yeah. next, what's going to do next. And if you, you know, going from, you know, cooking amazing meals, being a server to then like running a kitchen. It's crazy. That's that's has to it's be crazy. so I mean, hard. And, and I always take it home with me. Like yep. even right now sitting here, I'm thinking to myself, I did put the seafood order. <laughs> yes. That's coming you today. You did it. You did it. You and did I'll it. get home and I'm like in bed and I'm like, I forgot to order produce. You know, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I'm just closing my eyes and I wake up suddenly. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. You know. Yeah. And, but that doesn't happen a lot because I try, you know, I try to keep everything but kind it, of on a schedule. But sometimes it's a human brain. I forget. Of course you do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we because have, you're only a human we being. We don't have onions for tomorrow. Well, we have onions, you know, yeah. like. This happens to me too, like, uh, you know, not ordering food. But like if I'm in the middle of or if I'm starting to do something. So yeah. I have something on my to-do list. I'm starting to do something. And I like say I open the file or something. And then somebody calls me. Hmm. And then they get me doing something else because, you know, oh, this needs to be done right now. And then, but in my head, I mentally checked off that thing that I started. Yep. Right. So then like literally I'll do the same, same shit. Yep. 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I'm like (gasps) laying down for bed and I go, oh crap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Run over to my computer and have to get something done. But it's like that the interruptions and stuff are, you know. I remember as a server, (laughs) when I was serving, I would, I would get home and I'd go, oh man. I never I brought to that. bring that guy ketchup. I never brought yes. that guy yeah. inside a ranch. Oh, man, that guy's... Oh, I didn't bring his diet coke. Oh. Yeah. You know, like, I remember... The, but that's that's the most you're bringing yeah, home as a Yeah, that's the most you're bringing home. It's like a, <laughs> right. I would yeah. probably, like, three months until after... Like, when I quit being a server, probably up until three months after, I used to have, like, nightmares of being weeded. Or, yeah, like, we, you'd oh, have that nightmare worse. where, like, someone puts a food order in and you keep putting it into the POS, but for some reason it's not letting you submit it. Yeah. And you have three other tables that you need to get to, but you can't put in this one order. The POS is not letting you yeah. do it. And then I'd wake up from the bad dream and I'd be like, oh my God, I don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> it's not part of my life anymore. Thank God. Yeah. I used to like, so I worked for uh, like kind of a local family restaurant for like eight years or something. Uh, I was there for a long time and I just got to know everybody really well. Yeah. I, I was there through two different owners. Like mm. it was me and like literally, so my friend's dad bought it with a partner from yeah. like a long time family and then he ended up selling it but like we like kind of helped him open it and manage it and do all that stuff so we were just like you know it was like the inmates running the asylum in that place like, <laughs> yeah i you know there was that it was the one good thing about being in that kind of place where it's not like a corporate regimented structured kind of mm, place too right is like if that was happening to me i would just run downstairs and shout my order at somebody and said fire it i'll send yeah. it in a minute and yeah like, Run yeah, back. Well, that upstairs. happens all the time. Service <laughs> oh coming. They're God. like, I forgot to put in this. this. Oh, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, oh. put it in right now. But put, don't make so I don't make yeah, it twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. The, the <laughs> I'm t- writing up a ticket for it right now. The yeah. hecticness of a kitchen. Oh, it's wild. You'd think that after, like, you know, it's been like that for as long as I can yeah. remember. You'd think that there'd be some sort of system to come into place that would change it. But it just, I mean, maybe it's one of those things that's like people thrive in that environment when it's yeah. like hectic and like. Oh, 86 this and this is right. We're and in the weeds and being such a front of house person that yeah. I was to being back a house. I see now what a pain in the ass I was to the chef. Oh, 100%. <laughs> right. Because now I see the service. I'm like, I'm going to 
kill you guys. Like, right? oh like, my God, oh, the things they do. I'm like, oh, I was doing that stuff. Table 43, oh, you know? didn't oh, yeah. like this. They actually want this instead. Yeah. And you're like, did you? Did, did they actually just order it the way the first way and you forgot to order yeah. it that yeah. way in the yeah. system? Like, and you now messed it up. I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I know what's I know happening. you messed it up. All of the ways that I would try to like <laughs> white lie my way out of getting in trouble yeah. from the chef. See, I went the opposite oh way. God. And I do the same thing now. I When I would screw something up, the kitchen loved me because I would run back to the kitchen and go, I screwed up. Yeah. yeah. This is what was supposed to be happening. Can you get this done for me? And they would, if somebody else ran in there and said like, oh, you know, this is happening. Like if yeah. I ran in there and said I screwed up, they would just drop what they were doing and get it done for right. me. Well, here's right. Well, If I tried thing. to make up an excuse, they wouldn't. Being like a, right, a right. little tiny 19 year old who's never like been in a big city before, like having to go into the scary kitchen when everyone's mad. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody does always seem mad too. They're all yelling at each so other. Everyone's so mad and everyone's hot. <laughs> And you walk in there and you're like, hi, I accidentally put in the wrong sign. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. I know. I mean, Last I, night I had a server. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I had a server. She put in what she put in. She put in fish and chips. Yeah. And because the buttons are next to each other. Yep. She was supposed to put in steak. Oh, And I was no. like, the steak. Oh, I was, no. You know, I was like, you couldn't mess up with the. Anything else. Anything else. <laughs> it had to be a, a medium well steak. Yeah. You know, I'm like, this is going to take 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You There's know? no way you can you like, speed that, that up. No other button you could have hit. Right. Oh, my you know? God. I'm like, you had to mess up the steak. You yeah. can't mess up their quesadilla or something of course, like that. Of course. Something know? easy that can be yeah, like done Yeah, that can be made in two seconds. Yep. And the thing is, the good thing for anyone who's listening to this who's never worked in the kitchen, we're talking about like how crazy and hectic it is. The one thing I will say about like the restaurant life is as soon as the last ticket has been served and we're doing like side work, no one even remembers the angry, the angriness or like, you know, if, if you accidentally took someone's order or did whatever and in the moment you might be upset whatever like once that rush is over it's gone it's gone no mm, one remembers gone. anything and you're never like never to be heard of again and the next vie. day it happens again it, it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's just like a very weird cycle <laughs> exactly. it is funny that weird like kind of portal thing that happens like if you're in if you're just a customer in the yeah. front and you're sitting down and you're enjoying your nice peaceful meal and you know the light music is on and you're you're having your drink and and you're the server and you're taking the yeah. order and you go from that like you literally just walk <laughs> through that door to like it's insanity like, yeah! and then you come back out and they're yeah. like oh oh how is everything <laughs> yeah. and you go in the back and I'm sure and you're the guests swearing at hear somebody. me yelling runner because I'm always like runner! Runner! I need oh my runners! god I love oh, okay that so I do as much as I I'm happy that I'm not involved because I'm like a very anxious person so me being in a restaurant was always like very bad for my like mm. mental health but everyone now and then I miss that like the, we need runners and like everyone helping each other and taking plates and, I like, try to be ugh. as laid back yeah. as I could without being too laid back and yeah. like getting trampled you know yep. Um, I don't want to have a crazy kitchen first of all I don't want to be an asshole chef yep. I'm not a fan of those chefs You're on breaking TV that, stereotype. that are like you know <laughs> I just, I'm not interested in being yeah. mean. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in having the kitchen run as efficiently as possible. Yep. I'm interested in my line cooks being happy. Yeah. I'm interested in everybody being, you know, happy. Smooth, and maybe happy. that's naive of me, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because they, they piss me off, right? Of Everyone, every time I walk in, every time I walk into my kitchen, <laughs> I'm, I'm mad. You're mad. You know, I'm like, Jesus. What, what? Yeah, what now? Yeah. The hardest, I think the hardest part of being a chef for yeah. me is keeping that kitchen clean. Yeah, that's really hard. Oh, yeah. Every time I, I'm like, why? Why, why is this here? Yeah. Is this here? Why are yeah. there chips on the floor right yeah. now? Yeah. Like, there's no one that could have swept this. It's easy. Why, why was this table not wiped? There's yep. sticky food. Like, yep. it's just, 
every time I walk in, there's some, there's something. Yep. And it, you know, it makes me crazy. So I try not to, you know, take that with me throughout the day. Yeah. yeah. I try to be a little more, you know, cool with people. I cut people a little more slack than I probably should. Yeah. But I don't want, you know, I want people to stick around. I want them to mm. be happy. And I think generally they are. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure like for you working in that restaurant for, you said 13 years you were there. Yeah. I'm sure that the environment was probably like not terrible if you were there for that long, right? Right. Yeah, so, no, it was good. So, or you just made really good money. Or that. Yeah. That too. It But I think, you know, in especially in this day and age, you know, after COVID, after the pandemic, I think especially for restaurants, I think, and I'm going to say this with act, like with confidence, usually I'm like, Maybe I'm wrong, but I know I'm not wrong in this. <laughs> Restaurants had it the worst during COVID because uh, a thousand percent. Especially even listening to yeah. that podcast I was talking about with Roy Choi, like he was talking about like the profit margins in restaurants. There's no room for a restaurant to be closed for two weeks because no. they run on the money they're making daily. Exactly. Because the overhead, the 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 um supplies, like everything is so expensive. So everything. restaurants had it the worst during COVID. So yeah, right now <clears throat> it's very true. Restaurants mm. got hit so hard and yep. so many people closed as well. Yeah. You know, Which and so, so when people, you know, when people leave bad reviews. Yeah. That is, I just, I just think that is the worst. It's sad. Even if, even if you had, let's say you had a bad experience. Yeah. But to write a bad review, that's going to have such an, an impact. impact. Yeah. A restaurant could close because of because a bad of that. review because yep. you had a bad experience. I would rather you call the restaurant and say, hey. Can I talk to the can chef? I talk to the chef. Can I talk can to, I talk to, to chef Francis? Yeah. Well, I'll, I will gladly talk <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, can yeah. I talk to the manager? This yeah. is what happened. Yep. This is what you need to fix. Yep. Instead of this like public like shaming. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Hate. This place did this, this, and that. It you sucks. know, not that that really happens at my place. You know, we, of course we've gotten a few bad reviews. Yeah, uh, everyone has. Everybody does. Yeah. You know, there's always so you can't there's make always that happy. one person that's going to come in, and they're coming in knowing that they're going right. to have a bad yeah. experience. For the most part, we get really positive reviews which yeah. i'm very proud of but mm -hmm. there's always a couple you know it's just like those people it's just like why why, why? do yeah. this we're, we're restaurants are in such a such rough shape right yep. now that anybody could close in any day now and you're leaving your battery because you know you just you didn't like what you ate or mm -hmm. you know yeah. something bad happened i would rather you just call call i used to uh i used to tell people all the time so not even just as far as that but when somebody would wait until after their food yeah. was done to say oh, that they didn't yeah, like something they ate it all and i'm like oh. <laughs> so one and it's not even like those there so would be some people that are like well you're gonna take it off the bill and like that's a different kind of person right but like even the people that were really nice about it and then waited until after to tell me i'm like if you told me right when you tasted it i yeah. could have made sure you enjoyed your dish yeah like, complaining isn't Give me the let's, chance let's to say, fix like, it. Yeah, like yeah. The, the criticism the isn't necessarily a bad thing. You're not going to let us fix it. Yep. Yeah, and I, that's the same thing when somebody would leave and like leave a review, uh, a bad review. Like, did you say anything when you were there? Like, right. did you bring it up? Yeah. Did you nope. have like a, a nope. confrontation with somebody? Did that's you, did that, you like, give them passive aggressive? Yeah. They're, they're you right. know, like give me a chance to fix it. Right. And what are they called? Like keyboard. We will keyboard warriors where yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't you're oh, not saying yeah, it to I anyone's face so it's okay for you to trash something behind a computer screen because you're not held accountable right. to you that you don't have the you know you wouldn't say it like right and i because i grew up in the restaurant business i i have like a rule that if i'm going to leave a review it it's only a positive review yeah like i will only leave a positive review like if i had Absolutely. a bad experience mm -hmm. I'm honestly nine times out of 10, I would never even say anything because I grew up in the field. So I'm like, you know what? If That's how I am when I go out. You know, and, and my thing is, is like, 
and I know this is going to sound super like annoying to some people, I'm sure, but like I'm in a, in a position <sighs> yeah, where I'm lucky enough to go out to dinner. I'm lucky enough to like get served by someone. Yeah. To eat someone's food that That's they gratitude, cooked. my friend. That's what I mean. Like I'm yep. there doing that. Like I'm not expecting to get like red carpet service. Okay. The f- server forgot to bring me my side of ketchup. Right. Did I still eat the fries? Yes, I did. <laughs> right. Would they have better been better with the yeah. ketchup? Maybe. But guess what? I still ate them. Yeah. Like I still got to go out with my friends or my family or whatever and enjoy a time out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we've all been in situations. I think, re- and again, restaurants have it really bad in the fact that like, you know, if you were an accountant and you had someone like standing over your desk the whole time being like, what are you doing? That's yeah. wrong. You put that number in wrong. That's not right. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like how you did that. I'm going to write wrong. I'm going to write yeah. Like in the, in, in the restaurant business, that's really like the only time when you're like real time, like people are like yeah. commenting yeah. and being picky or whatever. And I think right now after COVID, all the, for, I feel like for like two months, people were like, yeah, we're going to ban behind the restaurants and everything's right. going to be great. And we're going to yeah. leave extra tips and be wonderful and leave good reviews. And then all of a sudden, like people were going out again and they were like, F that. Yeah. Like, it's time to be back to normal. Like, leaving crappy tips, yeah. writing bad yeah, reviews. I'm, I'm going to be a dick again. Writing yeah, bad that's, reviews. Like, why are you doing that? To go out of the way and just write a really bad review it's for so a restaurant. It's so weird. It's just not You must cool. be such... Like, I feel like... And I part of me feels bad, too. Because it's like, I feel bad that you have to do that. But that if you, you want feel it like, fixed, it would have more of yep. an impact if you called. If you called. Yeah. Bring it up while you're yeah. there. Yeah. Call. Or bring it up while you're yeah, there. Like, hey, can a lot I of restaurants have comment cards. Leave a comment card. Yeah. Like, don't Whatever. Although we used to crack up at some of those comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw it away. I'm not really yeah. like that. They're there. Like, when they're like, uh, but you can tell the difference between somebody that's, because there are people that go out to eat, like, because they want to complain. Yeah. Right. So they want to sure. take their bad that's day the out on you. Exactly. And I, as a server, I used to get that a lot. Yeah. But then there are also people who will leave a comment card and it's like genuinely like, sometimes it's nice and sometimes it is a bad review, but it's like. They give you reasoning behind yeah, it. Yeah, they give you feedback. They give you a breakdown. Right. It's mm-hmm. actual feedback. Right. And yep. like, we would like those. Like, in, not like, quote unquote, but, but you know, it, they would be appreciated because it was something the manager could actually react to and do something about. Yeah, sure. Like, sure. There's nothing wrong with those. All right. Now that we, I'm, I was on a soapbox, me and Nick were on soapboxes, <laughs> helping the restaurant cause, hopefully, people listening to this. I want to ask a question about your cooking. Mm. Do you remember the first dish that you made that you were like, oh, shit, I'm good at this? If you don't remember, that's fine. I have a follow-up question. No. No, I don't. You don't remember? So, I mean, I remember, like, gradually getting good and yeah. being like, oh, I can – I'm, like, good at combining flavors. Okay. And, like, I'm good at, you know – Yep. I remember that. Okay. But yep. the first thing that I made that was really – I don't – you know, there's just so many things. You yeah, know? I like can when see you, that. When you, so, for me, and I'm not – like as good of a cook as anybody, really. Yeah. But I can cook here and there. <laughs> you uh, make really good charcuterie boards. <laughs> yeah, cook right. At all. I found that's that out but it's yeah. like when I go completely off recipe and mm-hmm. I just kind of make something on the fly and yeah. it turns out really good, then I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's that's <laughs> when I mess up when I read a recipe. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. you do it off feeling. Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like when I read a re- when I follow a recipe, mm-hmm. I always <laughs> mess, mess it up. up. I'm like I'm like oh it said. A teaspoon of salt, not a tablespoon. Not eight tablespoons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it. at a half a cup, not five. Oh, geez. You know, like no. there's just always a there's little always thing something. where I read it wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh. And once and it's in there, it's in there. I know. It's in your blood <laughs> you and you out. just know that it's good. <laughs> I think that's way better. Okay, here's Taste my follow up question. Yeah. Since because you've been like a, an official chef for like three years, 
do you have a favorite dish that you've made in that time? Like um, one that you're like, even if other people, it, it didn't sell well, whatever, like something that you were like, this is my best dish. And I'm going to have to say that octopus, man. Yeah? The octopus has been killing it and I love making it. Do you, can you explain Good. what goes into it and how you, how you yeah. like develop the recipe? Absolutely. So, well, when I got the job at Surf Cantina, um, one of the managers was like, this town likes octopus. I was like, I don't <laughs> know what like, you're going to okay. do with that menu, but <laughs> you got to put octopus on there. I was like, all right, I, there's some hardcore Italians in Westerly. It's yeah. a big Italian community. It's That's awesome. So and they like want their, you know, they want the calamari, yeah. they want the octopus mm -hmm. and pasta. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> and I put it on there and I was like, all right, well, I got to do something cool with this. So I poach the lobster and red wine. Okay. For an hour. Okay. And then I grill it. Oh. And then we fry it. Oh. oh. Get a crisp and it's fried. So it's gluten free. We fry it in a masa and cornstarch. Okay. And it comes out crunchy and delicious. And on the bed of that, I yeah. have the white sweet potato mash Ooh. with chorizo. <gasps> so it's got this salty, sweet, crunchy. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. That whenever I good. eat it, I'm like, this is it, man. What? And I put a salsa matcha on it, which Ooh. is a peanut sauce. It's like a classic Mexican peanut sauce. Okay. But there's like cashews, there's peanuts, there's sesame seeds, oh caramelized onions. You know, you puree, puree it all. It's amazing. It's amazing. And with that, it just works. And I, every time I eat it, I'm like, this works, man. This is so good. I don't even know. I don't remember even thinking of. You just put yourself on the back. I just wrote it down one day. I'm like, this is going to taste good. And it mm. did. And, and it does. It, it tastes good. And, you know, anytime I do a menu change, people are like, you better not. Don't get rid of that. Don't get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> Would that be in place of like a calamari? Um, well, I have a calamari. You also have a calamari. I also have a calamari. Okay. Yeah. Well, because in calamari is squid. Squid. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Yep. Squid. Yeah. Is it so, the the one you cook the octopus? Is it the whole thing? So it's the well, I get like two pound. Yep. Um, octopuses. <laughs> Octopi. Octopi. <laughs> However, we want to. And I, I um, I poach them whole, and oh. then I take the legs off. So it's just it's three legs. big legs and oh. the appetizer. Yeah. Okay. So it's an app. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I will not order that because I am a vegetarian. You are. Okay. Well, but we it some does. vegetarian stuff. I, I know. Listen. I am not a vegetarian. And he's gluten free, so you can eat that. There you I go. Can, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have to take a work field trip. Please do. Mm. And oh, well, that'd be amazing. Just so you, you know, there. the first time that, I, that we met, I went home and I was like, Brian, when we go to Westerly, like we need to plan a day in Westerly because yeah. we need to go there and also like. It's such, like, Westerly is so beautiful. That town is hopping right now, man. But it's in terms of Rhode Island, it's far yeah. from Providence. Right. It's kind of it's, far. It's on the water. <laughs> You're going far. to the water. And, yeah. you know. Providence. What? <laughs> from me. From you, from it's, me, it's, it's like even an hour, further. hour 10 or something. But the thing is, and I always joke <laughs> that, like, with the drive, though. in the wintertime, I stay in Providence. I don't leave Providence. Right. Because it's like, I'm cold. I want to be very close to my house. Who knows with this New England weather, what's going to happen? Right. Like Saturday, there was a freaking ice storm. Like where did that come from? Oh, anyway. That was the worst. I know. So I like to be close <laughs> to home. But in the summertime or like spring and summer, yeah. it st slowly starts to get nicer. And I start to be like, okay, I can drive a little farther now. Yeah. So I will be at Surf Cantina. Yeah. And the restaurant has a really cool vibe. There's like garage I follow it on Instagram. And, oh, it looks so, so nice. beautiful. It is a beautiful all restaurant. The, and, and I remember you saying too, and this is something for Nick. I don't know if you heard her say it the last time she was here, but all the tacos are gluten-free too, right? Yeah, it's a corn masa Yes. Flour, right? um, there's like 
two that aren't. Okay, that's great to know. But like the fish taco, because I put that in a beer batter, yep. and the avocado that is uh, fried in panko. But I'm not gluten free, so I'm going to yep, eat that. You. You. I'm going to have that. <laughs> but everything else, gluten free. Mm. A whole, a big chunk of the menu is gluten free. Is that? Awesome. Is there a reason for that, or is yeah, it, it's intentional? It's intentional. Um, yeah, I just that's that's the biggest question I get. Yeah, is it gluten free? Yeah, and you and want it. You want everyone to be able to eat it all the time. And I'm just like, Mexican food. I mean, it's like Mexican fusion. Yeah, but like it's so easy to make it gluten free. Yeah, yep. you know, like to fry. You know, I have these shrimp that I fry in masa and cornstarch, oh and so it's crunchy. Yep. It's like you're eating flour. It, you're not you know, yeah. losing no, any flavor. You're not missing anything. No, mm-hmm. and, and that's I think we actually talked about this yeah. last time when you were here before. Uh, when I go to like a Mexican food place, and then like. They, you know, you get tacos like, oh, authentic tacos. And then like, I want them to be a masa flour taco, a corn taco. Right. Mm. And when it's not, I'm kind of bummed. Like, I think it just, the flavor is awesome. All of our tortillas are corn, except we have like a giant 14 inch one, Mm. which I turn into a salad bowl. Oh, so cool. And I do like a Mexican pizza with with (gasps) one as well. But other than that, other than those two menu items, Mm -hmm. it's all corn tortillas. Yeah, I think it makes a difference too. I it like does the make flavor a, a little yeah. more too. Yep. All right, I need to go to Surf, surf Cantina tomorrow. Here's yeah. the thing. So, like, even <laughs> Nick and I got to go to Bristol to shoot a to shoot something for Pivotal. It's a brewer, brewer, brewery. Brewer, brewer. I always had trouble with that. It's word. a burr. <laughs> um, and it's in Bristol, and that's one of the things. Like, I love Bristol. I love the East Bay, but like, I don't go down there unless it's nice out. Yeah. And so we went, and I loved it so much that like this weekend I convinced a few friends to go down there. And I'm like, okay, I can travel outside of Providence. Yes, it, I will possible. be. I will be. There okay. are roads that lead out. <laughs> I will be okay. I will survive. They're not closed. They're not closed. And the and honestly, like anywhere in Rhode Island, even when you have to take the highway, the drives are always really nice. Like, yeah. it's not like. Um, I mean, obviously, sometimes there's traffic, but it's like, it's not anything like. To write home about. Yeah, like I made like four turns driving here. <laughs> I, really, I was on 95 and when I got off the exit, it was like four turns and I was done. You yeah. were done. Was, yeah, it was it's really fast. I know you just, well, I don't know if you just moved into your flipped house, but would you ever consider moving to Rhode Island? Um, yes, to make me happy. Yeah, I would. Perfect. Yeah, you know. consider anything. <laughs> you could be my neighbor. Uh, yeah, we. I love my house, but yeah. you know, I wouldn't. Mind a bigger one? Yep. Someday, right? <laughs> right. A couple extra bedrooms. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, you Someday. have you Let have the housing market come down a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Right. Exactly. Do you have any pets? I know you have um, a child, but do you have any pets? I have a cat and I have a hamster. You have a cat and a uh, hamster. Who like now? Like I got the hamster for my daughter, and now I'm in love with the hamster. You love the hamster more. <laughs> you know, and I thought that like it would be a smelly pet. It's not. But it's not. Hamsters not a, are good. Are fine. Not at all. We change her like her fluff. Yeah. You know, once a month. Yep. And she's like this <clears throat> white little fluffy cute What's thing. What's her name? Uh, my daughter named her. Her name is Mimi. Oh, Mimi. And now every time I see her, I'm like, hey, Mimi's. Oh, I love that. That's so, you're like, who am I right now? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, hey, if Mimi's here, she's like, okay. You're like this like <laughs> like, like really awesome chef like doing these like cool things and you yeah. go home and you're like, <laughs> yeah. So There's much. like this little chair that I sit next to, right? Oh. You know, and I like that's open funny. her cage and she's the sweetest little hamster. Oh my God, that's I had, so like, cute. three hamsters growing up and I, I don't know if it's just the t- like the ones we got or what, but they just, their mission in life was to get out of that cage. Really? <gasps> like they did nothing all day long except for eat and try to escape that cage. That's put, like, crazy. You know, if you did like the plastic cages, they would literally chew straight through the yep. plastic oh cages. God. They yeah. tried to chew through the bars on the, the metal cages. Yeah, it's a metal. We have a metal 
cage she for Mimi her. can't get out but of she's that. She's not trying to escape. She likes it there. She likes oh. it there. She My loves- cat, though, she doesn't seem to know that she's prey. Uh, and like she'll like put her nose right up to the thingy and my cat will like try and swat at her you know and i try and scare him like until you know like you know but he's he wants he's like that's a treat what's your cat's name uh laser 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 and mimi (laughs) oh i love pets they're so cute and he is a white cat so i'm like with the lint roller every time every time especially to probably tell right now in restaurant business i feel like wearing black is like the thing to do because it doesn't show stains as much so you're like let me go hug my white cat and yeah you know i have the roller outside my door in 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 the restaurant in the car in the restaurant i have everywhere we uh, i had uh my parents my mom growing up had cats and i have a dog and I would always wear black, like every restaurant I worked yeah. at, and I would just be covered. Head covered. To toe. They used to have, um, do they still sell that like static spray? Yeah, they do. It kind of works. You kind of got to use it in tandem wait, with for, the roller. Wait, it like static? kills static. But so does the like, static help? Oh, so the, the so hair gets rid of the static, static right. so it doesn't stick as My much. brain was like, wait, why would you use static? <laughs> yeah, I guess it could, should be called an anti static spray. Anti, you're right, right. But even still, like, my brain did not go that, like, the hair is sticking to you because of static. Yeah, well, it, some of it does. Some of it, like, kind of weaves its way yeah, into yeah, the fabric, yeah. which is annoying. Just, just, but that's just my brain. Right. It is hilarious, though, because I have, the same, I have a, a really shedding, like, he's a German Shepherd chocolate lab oh, mix. Oh, yeah. And he sheds like a monster. But twice at least a year. it's dark hair. Their coat, yeah. like, comes off oh, yeah. once a year, right? Or twice a year. It. Yeah. Looks like a like a buffalo walk around. I've seen people <laughs> like shop vacuuming their dog yeah. in their backyard, like <laughs> just yanking it all. You can up. like make another dog, and it with comes the dog off hair. like super easy. Yeah. Or the huskies, where they like they they like use like a like almost like a leaf blower to get it right. off. Oh my them, god! And the huskies are just going. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now that we're talking about pets, I want, I have more to. I need more. I am not a good cook. I'm, no. No. I, my dad's a chef. My mom is a phenomenal home cook. Mm. And it just like didn't pass down. Like I'm just, it's not my thing. <laughs> I would much rather go to, and I think that might be part of it too, is because I grew up in restaurants. Yeah. I have such a like, you know, people are like, oh, a home cooked meal. To me, like a restaurant is like a home cooked meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm so used yeah, to going no to restaurants. There's no clean. You there's, just go. And there's no shopping. Right. There you go. <laughs> First of all, it, do not let me loose in a grocery store because I don't, I, I get home and I'm like, what? did I buy? Yeah. What can I use with this? I right. don't know. Like I just, I don't, my brain just doesn't work that way. It, it's just not meant to be. And I've tried, you yeah. know, I have cookbooks. Um, We had a guest who brought me a cookbook that was really nice. And I, like I got home and I was like, I love this cookbook. I'm going to use it. Yeah. And now I look at it and I'm like, I don't want it. I'm just so scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong. I love cookbooks. You do? I, n- I never use them. You never, well, you don't have I love to. Them. Because I, you have the brain. Yeah, I know, but I love buying them yeah. and I love having a collection of cookbooks. They look really nice Especially in the kitchen. Especially if you get like, a really well-made one and yeah. like, you can get some visual inspiration. Right. And- I have a really cool recipe box that I got in an <gasps> antique shop. Oh. I, I, I want to say it's from the 40s. That's and so it's cool. like hand, someone, someone's like handwritten. Recipes? You know, someone's like Nana must have just passed away and they... I found it in the thrift shop. Oh my god! And the recipes no are in it. Recipe, a million recipes, like wow, it, handwritten Toll House cookie recipe, <gasps> like just all these incredible and like there's some verbiage in there that I don't even understand. Yeah. Like um, I forget. She, uh, she referred to. I'm assuming it was a woman that owned it. Yeah. She referred to chocolate as like um, blocked 
chocolate or something like oh not, no oh, forget the word but it was it's, it's not vi- what we use now it's not what we use now and i'm like i don't know how to measure that like how do, how I, do I, find, I measure a block of chocolate like how much right yeah you know there's but it's a really cool That's so i so like cool. stuff like that especially yeah. like vintage cookbooks have you and, used any of the recipes from this vintage recipe um, yes thing? i made uh my friend and i made a chocolate cake from there <gasps> And again, there was like that weird measurement for the chalk. So we just kind of like guessed. And, we're like, this is probably and I'm how sure much. it was delicious. It was amazing. Well, was speaking amazing. of like things passed down too, I know you said that your mom loved cooking. Yes. Or loves cooking. Was there something that she made that was like your favorite thing that you dream about? <sighs> yes. What is it? It's called pasteles. Okay. It's, I'm Puerto Rican. Okay. And it is a very traditional Puerto Rican dish. And whenever she makes it just, the way the house smells, Ugh. you know, it's a Christmas thing. Like okay. you make it during Christmas. Only she during makes Christmas. like she makes like two hundred of them. She sticks them in the freezer. She okay. gives them to friends and family, <sighs> and she every time she makes them, I'm I'm like I gotta make these. There, it's like an ordeal to Is make it? them. It's not like you know you need like three people to help you. That's why it happens <laughs> like, once a year. It's almost <laughs> like a, if I could like quickly describe it, almost like a. Like a tamale. Okay. But okay. not quite because there's no masa in there. There's like oh. plantains. There's yuca. Oh, my God. There, You know, there's it's it's a lot more intricate than yeah. a tamale, even though tamales can be in their own mm. way. Yeah. But it's amazing. It's, it's your amazing. favorite thing. And Have you made them yet? No, <laughs> I haven't because my mother's just so amazing that I've not even. And I, I attempted to get the recipe from her and I was like, she was talking and I was like, I. She's like, you know, she she's like me. She just wings it. She yeah. she puts it together every year. She knows how to make them. She's never had a recipe. So I'm like, stop. I'm just going to record you. So I started recording oh. her. So I have a recording of her making them. So someday you'll. Yeah. Are you someday, narrating? She's grabbing, ha- the, yeah, she's yeah, grabbing yeah. the butter. She's grabbing some <laughs> she's onions. Like, you put the butter. I'm like, wait, Ma, yeah. wait. What, how much butter do you put in? Can you just let me see how much? Just let me look at it, you know? Yeah, at at least like, let her, me eye She's got her all like this much, you know? She, and like, she's showing feels it to me. It. Yeah. Oh my yep. god, that sounds wonderful. That's kind of where I get that from. And it We're just, just like feeling what you put And it just yeah. makes you feel like warm inside. Yeah. Like knowing that on Christmas you're gonna get one of those. Oh like, man. Um talking about <laughs> shows earlier, uh did you watch and I think I brought this up in our last uh uh interview. Did you watch Salt Fat Acid Heat? I started to, yes, Netflix. and it's good. And she does I forget like, her name. Uh, she's a good uh, chef. Uh, uh I'll think of it. Uh, but yeah, she and she's really like uh, she's kind of entertaining to watch. But she does a very similar, just taste your way through making it right. type of deal. You know, right? Like, oh, like oh, how much salt do I add? She's like, add a little salt and taste it. Which is yeah. the best way, right? You <laughs> yeah, add too exactly. much salt, a little vinegar will help with that. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I oversalt everything because I vinegar. love salt, but like people around me don't always love salt. So adding too vinegar, much vinegar, add a little sweet. Wow, a little honey. Oh my god. Okay, really you quick. Know? Do you know what I just bought? I don't know if you've ever had this before. If you haven't, you should try it. So it's called Mike's Hot Honey. Well, that's the brand. I'm sure other- I have seen it. I've never bought it. It's a game changer. Mike's so Hot it's, Honey. Okay. So it's honey infused with chili. Right. So it's sweet and spicy, but it's Love you can it. put it on pizza. You can put it on fish. You can put yeah. it on. So like I just bought. So, okay, here's and I talk. I think I talked about this the last time we had a, a chef on. So this is going to be funny. The only thing that I cook confidently is Brussels sprouts. I made Brussels sprouts this morning. Oh my god, this I is did. a full oh. circle thing. I did, but Mike's hot honey on Brussels sprouts, like uh, so, like the sweet and the spicy. Brussels sprouts. <gasps> I put I put um 
Tell me. I did a reduced balsamic. So again, okay, that's like that a sounds sweet, really good. You know, it's very much like a did honey make, type thing. Where did you make the reduced balsamic? No, no. Okay, you bought it. Okay, I was no, like, I bought it. I bought don't it. even tell me that. I'm not going to be able to I do that. It. Although I do love to cook at home. Everyone always asks me, like, yeah. do you, you know, when you're when you're out of here, out of the kitchen, mm. do you cook at home? I'm like, yeah, man. Do you yeah. cook similar things, or do you do like completely different? Different. Sometimes it's a lot. It's, sometimes it's a lot simpler. At yeah. Home. You know, like, I can imagine, I, you know, at home, I, you know, I try to, you know, because I always think of my mom and like she mm. made like every meal was like an ordeal. Oh, I love that. You know, like she would make lasagna every night of the week. She yep. would have this big meal. I'm like, how did how? it was so special? It was so special. And me, I'm like, you know, home and I am like. Grilled chicken with broccoli and rice. Uh, yeah. You know? good. yeah, but coming <laughs> from you, easy. I'm sure it's probably delicious. Yeah, well, I mean, I try and keep it a little simpler. You yeah. Know? Mm. And my daughter likes it. But also, you know, I grew up with this eating just this incredible Puerto Rican food. Mm. I wish I was doing that for my daughter, but I'm not. I mean, she definitely eats the food I make her. Yeah. Mm. She's pretty adventurous. She She's really big into sushi right now. Oh, nice. That's very, Which you said she's great. nine, right? Yeah, she's great. nine. That's, that's pretty wild for a nine-year-old yeah. to eat sushi. She was like just... We went, to, we went on sushi last week and mm. she was like, let me have that tofu skin roll. And I was like, you're, <clears throat> you're going to try that? She's like, yeah. And she liked it? And she, she's like, and I'll try the eel as well. Wow. Oh. Like for a little kid wow. to order That's eel? That's crazy. Yeah. So but then, then like we'll get home and I'm like, do you, what do you want? I'm like, do you want ch- chicken nuggets? She's like, no. Ugh. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who you are were you? just eating eel <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Can know, you please like, eat this? She's, Calm down. She gets like random with what she likes and what she doesn't like. Sometimes she's super adventurous and sometimes she's like, no, no, no. I'm not having any of that. We're not doing that. (laughs) Right. There's like a a show and a podcast that I listen to. Um, It's like a company that does a lot of like hunting coverage and things Mm. like that. Uh, But they also do a lot of cooking surrounding game meat and all. And the guy who runs the company talks about his kids all the time and they eat everything yeah because they've never really had a choice yeah like, this is what we eat as right. a family right and like it, it to me i'm like i would never be able to like so whatever it happens to be like liver for like elk liver yep. or whatever love uh, that i like when i was a kid i was the pickiest eater in the world but i was allowed to be right i think there is right. a little something there was no that. you get like, what you get and you don't get upset like right. yeah, <laughs> you know i guess you, it was also like you know the grandparents uh ideology of like um, you know, uh, well, he didn't eat. Well, must mean he's not hungry enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, sometimes I'll, I'm like, this is what's for dinner. Yeah. You know, that's she's it. like, I don't want that. I'm like, well, that's what we mm, have. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know? I feel like because I grew up, so my dad, who is the chef, the, you know, professional chef, my mom is, I would consider her a chef, but she doesn't do that for a living. Right. Um, but like my dad, when he got home, they're divorced. So I would be with him on weekends. He would not cook at home. He was like, screw cooking. I've been cooking all week, whatever, Mm. whatever. So we would go out to dinner and always, we would always get Chinese food. That was like our thing. Yeah. Same here. Always. And maybe it's because he- If we went out, it would be Chinese. Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he works in Italian food. So I'm assuming maybe because like, even though like Italian food is a very specific food and cuisine, it kind of encompasses a lot of like American style food. Because you can go to an Italian restaurant and like order a burger a lot of times. Right. Or like order a piece of chicken with rice and broccoli or whatever. So I feel like it encompasses like a lot of different sort of like styles, especially like American Italian restaurants. So yeah, every like I would be, I would go to his house on like Fridays and Saturdays, both Friday and Saturday would be Chinese food. Yeah. And and, And that's, so like when I, you know, I, the question I just asked you, I think about like, oh, like, is there something? My mom, there's definitely things that she makes that I'm like obsessed with. Like she makes the most beautiful mashed potatoes that have ever mm. existed on the planet. And when I Fluffy. think about them, I <laughs> smile. And she's similar to how your mom is. Like 
I remember when I, when my husband and I bought our house, I was like, oh, now I have a kitchen. I need to start cooking. Can you yeah. come over and like show me some things? I literally did not pay attention to any of the things she was showing me. I was just eating the whole time. That's it. But she was like doing the mashed potatoes and I was like, okay, like how much of this? And she was like, mm. I just kind of wing it. <laughs> like, you know, right. I, I look at the potatoes, like the potatoes look like, are they cooked a little too, are they a little softer right now? Scoops little- it and. Yeah. That looks like enough butter. Literally, that's what she does. Like she, and she, like I said, like I want to know, like not that I would ever use the recipe because again, I do not like to cook. But if I ever (laughs) wanted to, I would just be like. You might like to cook someday. I don't think so. I'm 30 and I still haven't caught that bug. It's not happening. It's not happening. Maybe if I like get to retire, maybe. Yeah. Because I can like just focus on that for whatever. You should just have a personal chef. I should. Right? Because then you could. Eat amazing food and then learn while you're at home. True. You can That's watch true. them. Or not learn. Or not learn. Just eat. Just eat. I don't want to cook. Just eat it. I just don't want to cook. And Brian is actually a really good baker. So it's funny because like he bakes unbelievable cookies, macaroons, mm-hmm. like all these things. And like we'll go to a party and we'll bring dessert. And everyone's always like, oh my God, Sasha, like those look great. I'm like, I didn't cook these. This did not come from me. Yeah, I packaged them. Take but the thanks, credit, Brian. Man. Take it. Yes. Aren't they beautiful? They're so beautiful. <laughs> you know, I added like a little bit of this to like, it, and mind you, it's like chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I literally do not know what's in No idea. I know that yep. there's flour and chocolate chips and That's probably it. butter. Butter. Oh, yeah. And brown sugar. Butter. And brown. Okay. Brown sugar. If you had been like, Sasha, brown I sugar. I will give you $1,000 if you can tell me if brown sugar are in chocolate chip cookies. I would not be able to answer. No idea. I, how? What's kind of what turns the chocolate chip cookie a little brown? That's crazy. You because yeah. I feel like brown sugar is such a strong flavor. Yeah. that you'd be able to taste it, but you can't. No, That's, no. Do you like to bake? I do like to bake. Do you have a favorite thing that you like to bake? Um, yes, I do. What? Uh, tres leches cake. Oh, have you ever had tres leches cake? I have. It's my party cake. Oh man! If I go anywhere, I'm bringing that tres leches cake. I have a it's feeling really that yours good. is really good. Yeah. Well. My little she's nod. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, my little nod to Rhode Island when I got the job at Surf, yeah. I put coffee milk in the <gasps> in the three milks. So it's so evaporated, good. heavy cream, and sweet and condensed. And then I put coffee milk as well. Oh my so it God. tastes a little like melted coffee ice cream. Mm. That sounds and the crumble has a little uh, there's uh, there's a crumble on top with Toasted almonds, cookies, and espresso powder. Oh my god! Wow, that sounds it's good incredible. stuff, man. Francis, I love you're it. killing me right I now. Love it. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, any I've made this cake forever. Yeah, and actually, at the restaurant, I make it from scratch mm-hmm. every like once a week. Yep. But whenever I go to someone's house and bring it, I just get I just do a box of Pillsbury. That's, really? That's chef's secret. One dollar. <laughs> That's crazy. Box of Pillsbury. It's yellow cake soaked yep. in three milks. And people are like, oh, this you made so this from good. scratch. And you're like, no. yes, I did. Well, yeah, I should say. You should take yes, the credit. I know. Yes. Well, scratch. then because when they come to the restaurant and they eat it and it is like homemade, you don't want them to get it confused. <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah, you yeah. want to make sure they know That's what true. they're getting exactly, when they're going. Exactly. You don't want to confuse that. It tastes that. nothing like the box. Yeah, right. But anyway, it it's once you soak it in those milks, it, you can, you know. What's the process? Like, so you cook the cake so it's baked. Yep. And then you soak it? Yep. And do you mix the milks and pour on it? Like, how, how does so that happen? So I pre-make the milk, right? Yeah. It's evaporated, heavy cream, sweet and condensed. Yep. And then a little bit of the coffee syrup. And I whip that together and I keep okay. that in the cooler nice and cold. Okay. And then for service, we put it in a, you know, a little, a third pan, which is just a long container. Yeah. And I'll take the cake. I... 
for service, I take the cake out of the cooler. Okay. Because it doesn't absorb the milk when it as when well it's when it's cold. Oh. So I let it sit on the counter okay. for service. Mm-hmm. And it's just room temperature. It absorbs the milk. I let it sit in there for about three minutes. Oh. And then I pull it out. Sometimes I'll stick them in the milk before we start. Wow. Just know, hoping someone yes. will order it. Yep. Because if, I mean, it could sit for 24 hours. It, the longer it sits in that milk. The better? The better. Really? Mm. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. So if I go, well, not if, I'm just kidding. I was going to say if I order dessert when I go to Surf Cantina. But when yeah. I go to Surf Cantina, <laughs> which I will, and I'll order dessert, I'm going to order that. Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds so good. And it's even better when you pour the milk when the cake is hot. Oh, but man. that I never get to do because that, yeah. I make the cake in the morning. But yeah, yeah, when yeah. I make it for like when I go somewhere, yeah, I take it out of the oven. And I pour poke it. holes in it, <gasps> and then I pour the milk over it. Oh my goodness! Oh. So when you go to a Hot. party, you bring tres leches. Oh yeah. And do you bring anything? Like, what are your go tos for parties? Tres leches. Um, tres leches. I usually bring like a dip. Mm. You know. I'm a fan of like hummus and I have this dip where it's like layered like hummus and tabbouleh (gasps) and cucumbers. Wow, that sounds great. Wow. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll share that with you. Thank you. It's amazing. And that's easy. All you have to do is get the containers and pour them over. Pour it on. That's it. Okay, you want to know something crazy? Easy, easy. One thing that I actually can cook besides Brussels sprouts is hummus. Like I I make hummus. Oh, nice. Because it's easy. It's literally just like the food processor. Yep. Oil and, done. Yeah. And that's one, like, because a lot of the times when I go to a party, I'm like, no one's like asking me to like make anything crazy because right. like I don't, I can't. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, for a little bit, I was making like, you know, like uh, mozzarella balls mm-hmm. and like little cherry tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the appetizer thing because oh, it's yeah. like a little healthy. Right. It's like a little picky thing, whatever. A balsamic on that. Yes. Love it. But it's like not. Like, I mean, really, it's not a lot of effort. Yeah. Like, it's like you stick it's things. Toothpick, it's you just stick a toothpick. It. So <laughs> over the summer, Brian and I were like, we need to up our app game mm. when we go places. And we were like, one of my best friends, Julie, her mom makes like an amazing hummus. And she gave us the recipe. Yeah. And we did it. And we we're like, oh, my God, it's actually getting really good. So like now we're like the hummus people. So yeah. we always bring hummus to parties. I love it. But the Tabooian thing. When I say hummus. 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 I love. So I, I love hummus. In my head I was doing that every single time you said that. <laughs> every the word time hummus. I said it. And hummus. I do want to get like a little creative with it. So like one thing. Yeah. Here's another thing that I actually just learned how to make. Well, I, and again, all these things are like very little effort. Yeah. So I am small, a, small victories, small so. victories. I'm a vegetarian <laughs> and I just recently. So w- when I was eating meat, I hated anything spicy. Like I did not like spicy right. food. And now all of a sudden I've, I was like a born again spicy lover. Yeah. I love everything that's spicy. Yep. Specifically buffalo. Like I love buffalo sauce. Ooh. So it always makes me sad that like I missed out on like buffalo wings and like buffalo chicken tenders, whatever. Yeah. So a friend of mine, Taylor, makes a buffalo chicken dip. And I was like, is there any way that you could make that vegetarian? And she Googled it. And what came to be is a white bean buffalo dip. Oh. So you like mix the white beans and you basically make like a hummus style okay. white bean <laughs> and you mix the buffalo into it. So I was thinking if you put buffalo in hummus, would that be good? Yep. It would be good, right? Uh-huh. You think so? 100% I think that would be good. Right? Or you know what you could do? You know what? You know when you buy the uh, hummus at the store and yes. it's like there's like this pile of goodness in the middle? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You could just make a little hole in there and stick hummus um, uh, and stick buffalo, buffalo. sauce. And then you could just kind of drag into it. You could do that as well. You could, you know what you could do too? So with the buffalo. Blue cheese crumble on top. Blue cheese crumble. 
Oh my God. Did we just create a new? (gasps) We did. Oh my God. (laughs) So that's going to be my, when I come to Surf Cantina, I will bring you something. Yeah. You'll be like, why is this girl bringing me food? (laughs) Someone bringing me food. Here's my hummus with my, (laughs) with my blue cheese and my buffalo. Um, No, I, here's the thing. I know where my strengths are and cooking is not one of them. Mm. And that's part of the reason why when Nick and I were talking about interviewing chefs, I was so excited because I love to hear what makes people interested in like wanting to cook because it's so complicated. It can be. I don't know. I guess once you're in it, like I am, it's just this easy, smooth sailing right now, which is amazing. It wasn't always smooth sailing. You had to get there. It's like, you know, once you learn how to cook and once you learn how to be a chef, which is like the ordering part, you know, because there's a not so glamorous part, right? The admin part. The Mm. managing people, you know, ordering food. Like I have to make sure every single thing is there every day. Which is crazy. Otherwise... You know, it won't be on the menu. And you have to have a good relationship with those people, with right. the produce people. And you don't get to blame anybody else. The purveyors, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm always besties with my purveyors yep. because they're, well, they're busting their butt to get you the food. Mm. And, you know, one of my purveyors got me the job at Surf Cantina. Wow. When I had left my other job, she's like, I'm going to find you a job. Mm. And I was like, no, no, no. No, don't do that. <laughs> I'm taking the summer off. I need some time. <laughs> please, please, please don't do and that. And she was like calling me, you know, fairly often. Yeah. And I was like, not ready. Not ready. At the end of August, I was like, I guess it's okay, time to stop okay, being okay, lazy okay. now. I got to get a job. No, it, and, it, yeah. don't say that. You deserve that break. That <laughs> working did. in the restaurant oh, industry is really so hard. It was rough. It you was needed rough. a And now look, so the thing is, is that everything I think, I mean, I'm not religious or spiritual or whatever, but I do think that things happen for a reason. Sure, me because too. Because if you didn't take that three months off to like kind of, get back in touch with the things you love to do that are not connected to work you may not have taken the job at surf cantina or you might not have even like known about it and now like you're part of this restaurant that is like such it's like the talk of the town in westerly yeah people are talking about it they love the menu they love right now it's pretty cool yeah and like if that didn't happen if you didn't take that time to figure out what you wanted to do yeah you might not be here it's true. You know, I you might. I completely agree with that. Yeah. So it was a good thing that you did that. And yeah. and you have a different outlook on. For my mental health, it was the best thing yeah, I could have done. You, you know, needed to do that. Just to be with my family, my daughter. I didn't miss yeah. any events. I didn't say I have to work this weekend. How was it? How once. nice was that? <laughs> ah. Yeah, Sasha, I'm going to need you to cover for me. I'm taking the summer off. Yeah, right? Which, you know what, Nick? If you want to do that, I would figure it out. I would make it work. But I'm taking the winter off. Yeah, there you go. We're swapping. No, but that's... You can have the winter. (laughs) I like the winter. I'm into the winter. No, but I think think things happen for a reason. And if you didn't put yourself in that position to actually take care of yourself, you might not... I need it. I need it. Your hands as a chef, your hands. I got my hands back. What, why were they shaky? Um, no, they were beat up. Oh. I mean, I can already show you right now. See it. Oh, no, a little burn. Cut. So many cut. burns and cuts. Just, well, yeah, it's just as a chef. You know, I don't. Have I'm, you ever gotten really injured? I've never gotten really injured. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, all of these nicks, they're, <laughs> I'm not they're even just a me. Cook and I've gotten really right. injured in a restaurant. It's me hitting myself. Like, yeah. with some, you know, I don't. I'm fortunate. I'm really careful with burning myself. I've yeah. got, I, you know, I almost never burn myself, which mm. I'm very proud of. I think on the cover I have a burn. Do that, you? Right there. Oh, my God. You see it? Yeah. yeah. That's, You're like, the one burn I've ever had is I, now. And it's funny because when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, that burn is badass. That's yeah. like badass. It's like, what like, is I, it like? Um, like, like right, no, I can't think of the word. Like street cred. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got like, oh, a burn. Yeah, I'm a chef. Heck I mean, yeah. Chef hands, too, is uh, like my, um, the old chef at my my previous work, uh, 
he was the chef, head chef for a really long time. Yeah. He could grab a, a pan of family style chicken out of the oven with yeah. no gloves on. Yeah. You yeah. I've gotten that. The calluses, pan. you know, yeah. and the kitchen hands. Uh, yeah. I got, I, in my last job, mm. carpal tunnel in both hands. Ugh. Um, I had surgery on my left. It went away on my right when I stopped, when I took the summer off. See? And I like, if you'd have seen my hands right now, they're just perfectly fine. But if you'd have seen them when I had left that job, it yeah. was like, spots and oh, wrinkled and couch on no. top and i was like oh i'm never gonna get my hand i was like oh my hands are so nice and look what and I you did have to such them. nice hands <laughs> you know? yeah and those are good hands they're, they're back they're back you know and they're better and than ever because i'm wiser you know wiser. i'm not you know mm-hmm. killing myself yeah. and you know when i spoke to um when i got the job i spoke to the owner dan he's he's been really great he's a really you know, I'm not just saying that. He's a great yeah. owner and he's good to work for. And I, when I first started, I was like, all right, this is what happened at my last job. Don't <laughs> this mess is with what my I hands. don't want to happen at this yep. job. And, you know, he was very like, I get it. Yep. He's like, you know, your state of mind, you know, your family time, that's all important. Yes. And it's been very different for me where I'm taking care of myself good. and I'm still, you know, killing it at the restaurant. You are killing and it. And it's been really great in that sense. So do you have yeah. a sous chef? I do. I have a sous chef. His name is Ken, and he's like the most helpful sous chef on the oh, planet. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's like he's a really good guy. Does he want to become a chef someday? Um, he was a chef. He he okay. was uh yeah he was he was chefing it in New York for a little while, yep. and now he's got two little boys, and I think he he's, needed some time. Yeah, he needs a little that time. That might have I think, been like and a. And a neg- he said said Francis, you do the ordering. Yeah, all <laughs> you do all that. Like whenever whenever I mess something up, he's like, I get it, man. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he's been through it, so he knows. Yeah, he's a guy. I understand. That might have been a, like a naive way to put that. Like, oh, does he want to be a chef someday? Because yeah. sous chefs can be. Yeah, it's usually a step up, right? Yeah. for them. But yeah. uh, sometimes it's you know. You're like, I need a little bit of time. I need you know? some time yeah, yeah. to relax. And, you know, he's got two beautiful little boys yep. and he spends a lot of time does with them. Does he which live in Rhode Island? He does. Oh, he's a Rhode sorry, Island Francis. guy. Sorry, Francis. You're yeah. out of here. I'll leave. I'll tell him to come yeah. in. Come, tell place. him to come in. <laughs> tell him his new, his new work order. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk to him. No, no, no. We were, this has been so great. And you yeah. are such a wonderful person. Thank I'm, you so much. I yeah, feel this is great. Very this is fun. Very lucky that um, <laughs> we've gotten to talk to you quite a few times. I feel like we're friends and I feel like I can't wait to come leave a yeah positive review at surf yes come and visit me please i cannot wait i love it i love when people visit me i love seeing i i I think i get this from my mother is i like watching people eat my food oh that's because you want (laughs) to know know that people are enjoying it right anytime i'm at home and i and i like i just the first bite of my mom's food she's like how is it yeah. And you're like, it's delicious, duh, I'm mom. I'm like, it's good. Um, can you let me finish? You know? Terrible. Leave me alone, mom. God. Mom, yeah. why are you so obsessed with me? I, yeah. I want to walk up to like people and be like, every table, I want to be like, how is it? you like it? Can I just it's sit good? and watch you eat? Don't tell me it's bad. Just tell me it's <laughs> just good. Just tell me it's just good. Tell me, me what you like, like about it. <laughs> no, but yeah. you will definitely, um, I will let you know when, when I come in, for sure. I'll send oh, yeah. you an email. Yeah. And I'm so excited to try. It's my kind of food. Yeah. It's honestly yeah. the second, is it what? The tagline's are tacos and tequila. Tacos and tequila. Yeah, I love That's it. First of all, that checks all the boxes. Yeah. Oh, that wait, I That's all you need. <laughs> favorite, favorite kind of tequila? Uh, favorite tequila, Partita. Oh, okay. Partita. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's really good. I have uh, I have never tried it, but I've seen it. Yes. Uh, so I'll have to try that it at some point. It is yummy. My favorite type of tequila is margarita. I'm just kidding. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink whatever's tequila. Whatever's in that. Yeah, whatever's in that. I know tequila's <laughs> in there, and I'll drink that. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I do have a favorite tequila. One eight hundred coke. Not one eight hundred. One eighteen hundred coconut. One eight hundred coconut. One eight hundred coconut because that goes into coconut yeah. margaritas, and I yeah. love those. Anything that's coconut, I love. Right? Mm. Like I love, I love coconut. like 
a daiquiri. Yeah. It's because it's loaded with sugar. That's Heck why I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my it's God. loaded with uh, sugar. It's for me. <laughs> I went on a vacation and I was like, you need to limit yourself to the amount of frozen drinks you're drinking because yeah. like, I First had of so all, much heartburn in Jamaica when I was in yeah, Jamaica. Yeah, and I'm a diabetic. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. girl, you got to be, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I could have some, but like you need to be careful, girl. Yeah, we I can't made the mistake like, of giving one to my daughter, non, non-alcoholic, of yeah. course. And she was like, like eyes rolling in the back of her head. She's like, it's I like love sugar. this. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, sugar oh, no. high. It's a drink that tastes yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God, what do I have to look forward Where to? Where has this been my yeah. whole life? Um, also, really quick before we let you go, um, we always ask our guests, if you want people to follow your journey, either at Surf Cantina or you personally, is there? Do you have uh, social media? Do you have yes. anything you want people to look at? I have my my Instagram is um, Chef Fran Medina. Okay, and the Surf Cantina Facebook Facebook page. Perfect. Where Good you know my know. stuff is all up on there, and <clears throat> yeah. And the Surf Cantina Instagram is great. I'm not on Facebook yes. a ton, but I'm on Instagram, and I love I I follow them, yeah. and I all the food. I'm like. Damn it. Yeah, we've got a gal. She helps so us with our social media and she keeps everything kind of it looks similar. Great. And yeah, she's really good at it. She's good. a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, we love that. Well, Those look good. We'll be at Surf Cantina oh, every yeah. day this summer. Yeah, you bet. I'm gonna <laughs> awesome. Definitely be there eating something. Yeah, heck yeah. You better, um, tra- you better start traveling. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm yeah. going to make it work. Um, but Chef Francis, Francis, Francis Medina, Fran Medina. We That's love it. you. That's me. Yeah, we think you're great. So much. Yeah, thank you for Thanks giving for us your me. time. It's just fun. Yeah, this yeah, is so much really fun. Yeah. We'll have to do it again. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. a cover star. You're a podcast star. I'm a big deal now. Yeah. Okay? I, I, keep, I keep saying that we're gonna like uh, do some of these like on the road. We'll have to like one come of these days like come down and like like eat a dinner there yeah. and, and do like a remote podcast or That's something. That's cool. That'd oh my cool. god. We're down. down We're going to do it. for anything. You that would be chapter two in the, uh, the chef series. <laughs> we love that. Well, thank you so much. And everyone, we hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation with um, Francis Medina from Surf Cantina. And have a good day. And I just realized that that rhymes. What? Surf Cantina, Chef Medina. Yeah. Damn. It just flows. It, it's meant it to be. It was <laughs> meant to <laughs> be. What a way to end it. What a way to end <laughs> there it. it is. Um, well, thanks, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, thank thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.